Before you speak, listen. Before you write, think. Before you spend, earn. Before you invest, investigate. Before you criticize, wait. Before you pray, forgive. And before you quit, try. Whoever you are, from wherever you are, doing whatever you're doing, thanks for tuning into my podcast. You know what time it is. It's the time to experience one mind-baffling dream along with your host, me, Anurag. This is the podcast, Snowzy Dreamer. A scar of bright light emerged from the pitch black sky. Heavy thunderstorms were irritating the camps. War preparation was in full swing and the commanders were in no mood to stop for the uninvited visitor. The Dresden Empire had declared war on their puny neighbors. The Hokans had constantly distracted Dresta with their unconventional ways of war. The newly appointed chief of Dresta was sick of the Hokans and had ordered his men to annihilate the neighbors. The defenders were sitting back deep in their own castle preparing for the siege. They had to defend their castle at any cost. They were outnumbered by the enemy by 5 to 1 and they didn't stand a chance out in the open field. The sun had set and the rain was making it hard for the Dresdens to prepare for an all-out. The camps were cramped with no space. The cold and rainy weather made the soldiers crave for the warm heat of their home. Their fate would be decided in the next 24 hours. They weren't expected to lose to the noisy neighbors. However, as a soldier, all you cared about at the end of it was that you are alive. The commander-in-chief had prepared all the various battle tactics, briefed the divisional heads about the strategies to raid the castle and addressed the entire troop to increase their morale. There was a lot of banter going on but was subdued by the heavy rainfall. The situation looked grim on the other side of the battle. The somber mood was apparent amongst the soldiers who were fighting for their lives. Led by an incompetent chief who had a gambling problem, the Hokans were ill-prepared. Janus said to Aldrich, Knowing that we will not make it alive tomorrow is something I am not able to shake off my mind. A warrior needs to be brave to be fighting not only for the king, the kingdom and families but also for himself. Aldrich responded, The circumstances couldn't be direr. The Hokans are battling out for a worthless king with their lives on the line. A spark struck Janus's mind. There is a way out of this disorder to escape from this vicious battle. With little time left until dawn and the bugle called to signal the start of war, Janus was in his toes. He went over the complete plan in his mind a thousand times. A single mistake would be catastrophic. The bell struck for dinner. He quickly located Aldrich and pulled him aside. Aldrich wasn't given the entire plan. Janus made sure to tell him only the partial details of stealing the most prized valuable in all of the kingdoms. Janus thought that he had deceived Aldrich into stealing the credo from the treasury. Aldrich had access to the treasury which made it all the more believable. The midnight before the combat would be the most opportune moment for the pair to save themselves. Aldrich had been instructed to purloin the credo. The credo was to be concealed in a secluded spot away from any prying eyes. Janus had told Aldrich that they would try to fight the battle with all their might and 
If it failed, they would gain an edge with the position of the credo. But Janus had other plans. Janus had no intention of risking his life in the battle. He would disappear with the credo from a secret underground tunnel before dawn. However, Janus had no intention of letting Aldrich in on his plans. He was smart. Perhaps a scotch too much? His heart was beating harder with each passing minute. He had seen Aldrich leave for the treasury. Hopefully, he would be back with a positive account of where he had successfully hidden the treasure. Janus had been itching to know this. The clock was ticking and there was no sign of Aldrich. In a flash, the commotion grew exponentially. Around a hundred soldiers had been sleeping in each of the six huge halls in the castle. There was a fight brewing. Had the war begun? Did Tresta launch an attack in this witching hour? Drops of sweat ran through Janice's forehead. The soldiers were paddle ready in a second. Few of the soldiers, like Janice, were hiding behind the walls and the doors to protect themselves. Janice quickly peeked through the wide castle window. Things became a little bit more apparent. The Tristan soldiers were having a peaceful sleep while the Hawkins were attacking their own men. There were some disagreements within the team which quickly flamed into a tussle. An arrow nearly missed him. There was a fellow militant on the opposite watchtower and he had targeted Janus. Janus tried to glance at the soldier and identify him, but it was far too risky. An astute Janus jumped to the other side of the wall and crawled slowly. He wanted to deceive his fellow and attack him from a location where he would not expect. He was now sitting further away from the initial position. Unable to visually identify his target, he pulled out all his arrows from his quiver and rained down on his fellow soldier. The battle cries had died down. Most of the soldiers were dead and a few that remained were severely wounded. The Trestons would conquer the Hoken castle without even lifting a sword. Janus wanted to have one good look of his target before escaping the castle. He made his way to the watchtower. There, the soldier was resting lifelessly with a stream of blood flowing. The smug smile on Janus's face disappeared as soon as he saw the smile on Aldrich's.